Hello, Warwick. Hello, listeners. Hello, Nicole. That was better because I knew that <laughs> you were going to do the listeners thing and not me. Oh, how did you know I was going to do it? Because you just didn't leave a gap. I just rolled through so we didn't talk over one another. Hello, Warwick. Hello, listeners. That way I couldn't get in. There was just no space for me to just get right in there. <laughs> <laughs> I can recall uh, in the very early days of the podcast, you and I would do them side by side in your office in Toowoomba. And I would spend most of the podcast watching you, waiting to see whether you were going to take a natural pause. And I remember when we <laughs> first started doing this remotely, I thought there's no way this is going to work. I just can't imagine you and I doing this remotely with the challenges of delays and things like, how am I going to see when it's my turn to talk? And clearly I've never figured it out because you and I talk over the top of one another all the time. <laughs> yeah, we still haven't got much better at that. We need like a little uh, talk button, you know, in the radio station. We do do that in the radio station, having hmm. experienced that myself. Seamless I could have a lot handles. of fun with that. <laughs> you could turn my button off permanently. I could probably just mute you. But... Disconnect the wires, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've I've got a, a trio of jokes for you today. Crikey. Lucky me. Are you ready? I'm ready. I was really busy on the weekend cleaning the house and I found a wooden shoe in my toilet. Okie dokie. It was clogged. <laughs> oh, wait, there's more. Can you tell me, Warwick, if a pig loses its voice, does it become disgruntled? Dear, oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I only know 25 letters of the alphabet. I just don't know why. Welcome to the Tradies and Business Podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade. Helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. Boom dish. <laughs> Can I do some more? There's so many that I have just stumbled across. They're fantastic. Have you got, have you got 600 jokes, Nick? Oh, look, I could probably pull out 600. There's not 600 here on this website I'm currently looking at, but I reckon I could go close. We could just do 60 minutes rapid fire 600 <laughs> jokes <laughs> to celebrate our 600th episode at Tradies in Business. Oh, is the balloons and the pomp and ceremony? They're still at the shop. Yes, we didn't plan this terribly well. No. Well, it's just when you've been doing something this long, it just kind of, it's just a thing that you do. It's become habit. It has although, become a habit. Although sometimes I still feel like I forget that we have a podcast and that we need to record episodes for it. If we didn't have the team booking guests for us and poking us and reminding us stuff, I think I would literally forget about it. And four weeks would go by, I'd be like, oh, crap. I haven't done an episode for the podcast. Where's that thing that I've been doing gone? for what now? Like nearly 10 years? We need to get clear on the start date. Why don't you research that while I pat out? Or you <laughs> pat out with a few more jokes. Well, it was 2014. So it's nine-ish years. That's impressive. Since we launched. And it wasn't called Tradies in Business. It was not. And I was not here. You were not part of the the playbook. Nope. It was the Tradies Business Show because everything was called show back yeah. then. Yes. Back in the day, 
a whole nine and a half years ago <laughs> or whatever it is. Um, everybody, well, most podcasts were the so-and-so show. Mm. Um, I don't know. It was just something that was done at the time. And so it was the tradies business show. And I did it with somebody else who I'd met through a mutual contact in business. I think, gosh, that's really stretching my memory banks as an old fella. <laughs> um, and we were both working in the trade space and uh, yeah, had a chat. Seems to be a bit of a pattern here as to how I rope in my co-hosts. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it was it was quite a mutual thing. I think we'd both been thinking about starting a podcast and we had a chat about it. It was a good fit. We we're in complementary sectors of uh, working with trade business owners. And so we kicked it off. But I remember being so deep dive analytical about how to do it and researching topics and had notes to follow when we did episodes and they sounded shit. Well, that sounds like the you I really know. <laughs> very prepared. You're, you're a preparer. Yes, I'm a prepper. prepper. You're not a prepper. <laughs> and you are a preparer. And so it doesn't surprise me that you would have your talking points and you would have, I think you would have gone really deep dive on the tech and you would have oh, had, oh, well, you used to have a mixing desk when we first started, yeah. I recall. You're all over that stuff. And now look at us. It's like a couple of mics and well, no. And I've noticed the tech has come a long way and also what the market expects, Nick. Yeah. Back then, the early episodes for the first couple of years were recorded in a studio. Wow. Um, So we used to rent a studio with all the foam stuck on the walls and stuff like a padded cell and had all the pro gear and recorded these massive files. And then I would spend ages editing these damn things myself because, you know, want to be tradie i do everything myself mm-hmm. so but that was how it was done you ha- you kind of had to have a mixing desk and you kind of had to be in person or you rang someone on the phone and plugged the phone into the mixing desk so you could record the phone guest um because there just wasn't the tech and, and i mean this is only 2014 it's not that long ago but it's forever no. ago in podcasting land I think it was 2016, the first time I joined you on the podcast as a guest, not as a co-host. Mm. And it was over the phone. I was sitting at my dining room table, quietly crapping my pants, <laughs> like so many of our guests do, actually. Um, really, really nervous. And it was, well, it was a breeze, of course, because talking about what you know is, actually comes quite easy to most of us. But that was done via the phone. And I mm. recall thinking, about, I never listened to that episode, wouldn't have a clue what the audio was like. I don't know. I didn't listen to it. Thanks. I rarely listen to our episodes. I can't. And I don't listen to anyone else in our space because I feel like, in fact, I don't listen to business podcasts at all for this exact reason. I feel like it would taint the direction that we take. Mm. So, yeah, it was it was very different then, Nick. And... Uh, yeah, a lot of consideration given for topics and all sorts of stuff, uh, like a bit more strategy behind it. Cause there were way less podcasts than, than there are now. Um, but anyway, life happened and, uh, my co-host and I went different directions in our ideas about how the podcast fit with our respective businesses. Um, and funnily enough, uh, it sort of had a go at, uh, a, a 
an additional service for tradies that wasn't coaching. I was, I was doing the coaching. My, my co-host wasn't. And we were looking at ways to provide other services for trade businesses to help them out. Um, and it just seemed all too hard. No one was interested. It didn't go anywhere. So anyway, we parted company. Um, I kind of dropped the ball on the podcast. It was really, I tried to do some on my own and it really sucked. I'm not very good on my own. No, uh, I think we could just call that one for what it is. It's very hard <laughs> to do a podcast on your own. And I didn't have guests lined up, like trying to line guests up and I just didn't do a very good job of it. And I wasn't in a great place in my life anyway. And uh, so I went and desperately found some help from someone who knew what they were doing. Well, were good at what they were doing. Didn't necessarily know what you were doing, Nick. <laughs> I had no idea. Having only ever been on one podcast, uh, but I'm a bit of a throw my hat in the ring I, I, the uncomfortable stuff is the stuff I forced myself to say yes to. So I said, yes. And I regretted it immediately. Not the business part of what we were doing, but the podcasting part. And I regretted it because it was like, I have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm going to sound like an idiot. People, I don't like the sound of my own voice. Nobody else will like the sound of my voice. Surely, you know how you second guess yourself. Mm-hmm. Immediately done. regretted it and um, fell in love with it in about five seconds flat. That very first episode that we did together almost five years ago now. Mm. Yeah, we've punched out a lot of episodes. Huge amount. In the time we've been together, we're powerhouse content creators, Nick. It is our, our favorite thing to do, I think. And I uh, I feel like our listener feedback has has been testament to that, Coxie. Mm. They're, uh, they seem to enjoy the vibe that you and I have going. We get a lot of comments from other podcasters actually mm. and our guests as well um, and other businesses. And this is, this sounds like me being a little bit arrogant and self um, whatever it is uh, tooting my horn, but we do get a lot of comments about our show because it's very relaxed. We don't edit, uh, you know, we chuck a bit of music in and the odd ad roll and stuff here and there, uh, but we don't edit out ums and ahs until I listened to one episode ages ago and I thought I really should edit mine out because uh, I say um, I do it a lot. Um, and it's really annoying once you draw people's attention to it. It's like Everybody a new um, you know, welcome <laughs> listeners. <laughs> they tuned out to that like they tuned out to the ad roll. Um, so, which- yeah, I I, uh, I really like our the the energy of our show, Nick. I don't know how to describe it. I think it's a tone or maybe vibe is the perfect word. Uh, You and I are very good friends. And so we are able to bring a, an energy to the podcast. I think that uh, purposely creates comfort because so many of our guests are quite nervous before they join us here. Most of our guests have never been on a podcast before. Mm. Uh, Many of them haven't even listened to our podcast before, so they don't know what to expect. And I think a, a large part of, our relaxed nature is about helping our guests relax because they're experts at what they do. They all know what the answer to every question we're going to ask them, except maybe your curly one at the end. And uh, I think it's, it's, it's was purposely created as a stepping stone for relaxation and comfort. And I feel like being a, an avid podcast listener where it's on a conversational tone, like I feel ours is, I'm more interested because it feels like a natural conversation and a natural progression of understanding rather than mm. 
there are lots of podcasts, particularly in the business space, that that do so from a script. They're reading from a script or like you did in, in initially they have the talking mm. points so that it's quite staged and I feel that stagedness through, that's not a word, but we're going to use it anyway, through the podcast when I'm listening and it becomes uncomfortable. So it's a, it's a, it's a barrier for me to continue to listen. Mm. So I feel uh, we're fortunate to have the connection that we do that can create that comfort for others as they join us on the show, on the program, on the podcast. I don't know how to refer to it now. And we've uh, we've continued through COVID. So that was a huge, at the time, uh, it was a huge shake-up for a lot of people. Uh, it was an interesting time in human history and we're still seeing some of the fallout from that and uh, new things that are happening around the world. (laughs) Uh, And so we went to daily episodes, which was, that was a heck of an undertaking. And I'm just going to say that was your idea. And it, it, it was a good idea and man, that was hard work. I don't remember it being my idea and um, sorry That's about the hard work because you, <laughs> you were still editing at that point in time. That would have been really challenging, I think. Yeah, it was. I don't it suppose was, I thought about that. It was a bit of a hustle. Yeah. So, <laughs> some days it was under like, the bus come on, <laughs> why did we agree to do this? Oh, look, I, you know, you and I come up with ideas and, and they become both of our ideas, Nick. Uh, and I think for those of you listening that are working with partners or key people where a lot of your decisions are not just yours. It's a very different dynamic to working on, on your own. And, and I think because you and I went into business at the same time, we, we joined together on the podcast. Um, I had been used to working on my own as a coach for, uh, crikey. It must be 10 years by the time you and I became business partners and so I was just used to doing whatever I wanted, whatever I thought was a good idea. You know, I'd make decisions, I'd make changes, like, oh, I think I should do this. I think I should do that. And then all of a sudden it became, oh, I think I should talk to Nick about my idea. <laughs> I had someone else to think about. It was like getting married all over again. It's like, I can't just go out on the weekend or, oh, I'm going to go mountain bike riding today. Oh, hang on. No, I'm married. I better check with the missa and make sure she's okay with that. Yeah, that's probably advisable. Oh, you did really well at that. I never for a minute thought about it being um well something that you'd have to stop and think about because of course when you're doing it on your own, you just go ahead and do whatever. And I don't I don't remember us ever coming to points. Maybe we should be really clear, air all our dirty laundry. We have had some terse conversations at times, but only a couple. <laughs> We've had yeah, I think there's probably only been two or three. Yeah, not many. Proper disagreements where yeah. I felt properly scared to have the conversation with you because I fear confrontation, not because you're scary. Well, I'm glad you clarified that. Oh, well, you can be a bit scary. It's the duck. Uh, you have a tone and a look about you. <laughs> you had, my family would totally agree. So we're not. We'll never have this conversation altogether. Mother of five kids, you've got you've got the look. Nick, and it's got nothing to do with Roxette. So, uh, yes, we have had a few of those, and I think they're part of the foundation of a great working relationship. And, look, we're business coaches, and we're here to talk about tradies in business, not just ourselves, listeners. So 
if you shy away from those tough conversations, I think you miss opportunities to actually be authentic in a relationship and to, to prove that the relationship has value. Mm. Cause if you're not willing to go there, then I think you, you're not willing to actually invest in the relationship and make it work. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think that was a big part of the beginning of our relationship was creating some clear boundaries around what this would look like, which of course have changed and moved because business evolves as does the relationship that goes behind that business. And to take it back to what we're saying, I never once felt um, or unconsidered during our our podcasting journey in, in business, full stop, let's be frank with you. And I think that is another one of the keys to uh, the ongoing success of the podcast is that you and I have such a healthy respect for one another that always comes first. And I, I feel like at least it comes out through the tone of who we interview, who we, the conversations that we have, the, even some of our guests, I'd like to get to our guests in a minute. Some of our guests, we've uh, had agreements prior to that. We would, there would be some boundaries that we would push against because we wanted the the full experience for the listener uh, so I think that authenticity and that trust and the work that we've done has come through the podcast as we continue doing what we're doing here. Mm. And I just have to say, Nick, uh, because I guess I kicked off the podcast with somebody else in the first instance, and I had been coaching by myself for 10 years, um, it would be easy for it to feel like it was my gig and you were just coming in as the co-host or, you know, you were coming into my coaching business because I was already working with tradies. Uh, and while we changed the name and the setup, um, I've certainly never felt like that. And, and I recall having a conversation with you not long after we did kick off, we tried to do a bit of a hybrid thing in the business side of things for a few months, which was shit. And, and I know for me, it was helpful for me to just make the decision to go all in. And there is no way that I would still be sitting here talking into a microphone with Australia's longest running trade business podcast. Um, there's no way that I would be working with the number of trade business owners, you know, about to launch another service for tradies. Interestingly, it's kind of like gone full circle uh in the last 10 years or so um so we're, we're about to launch a very exciting uh, additional service for trade business owners that has nothing to do with coaching mm-hmm. and um and business education and none of that would have happened if you hadn't been uh my business partner and my co-host so it's very much a together thing and you know we have built this together thank you that's very nice of you to say You've been oh. nice to me on the podcast because it's our 600th episode. You have to be nice to me. I'll go back to being a prick after we stop recording. <laughs> Which never happens. For the listeners. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, COVID happened. And then I think we got a bit tired, Nick. There were some gaps in transmission. <laughs> and look, we were affected by COVID just like everybody else. I mean, Absolutely. my, you know, I lost my dad in the middle of all that. I couldn't, I could, wasn't allowed to travel to to go and say goodbye to him or to support my mum in another state, you know, 2000 Ks away. Uh, it was, it was a horrendous time for all of us. And, you know, when they said we're all in this together, it's like, yeah, we're all in the shit together. Yeah. Um, so, and then out the other side of that, there's been a real, 
uh, almost a reinvigoration for us in our business. Um, we did grow our business side. Um, the podcast has just steadily ticked over. We haven't ever, uh, you know, gotten to the levels of the Joe Rogan experience or anything as far as listenership. Maybe there's some boundaries I'm not prepared to cross. <laughs> we increase our listenership that much. You're not going to eat raw liver on air? No. <laughs> um, but we were finalists in the Australian Podcast Awards a couple of years wow. ago. Uh, we got we got edged out by a uh, government backed podcast, which we're not, um, bitter at all. we're not slightly bitter about. <laughs> Hang on, just let me drink some sugar to counteract the bitterness. Uh, but Mark Burris lost as well, so yeah, I feel it better. Did make me feel so much better. I did. I don't know if I told our listeners. I recently saw him. At, I was out at a lunch. And he was there having lunch. I really wanted to go up and say, no, 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 but I didn't. I <laughs> Neither of us won. We're both as crap as each other, mate. <laughs> but I think the highlight, um, other than yours and my banter and dribble and deep insights and uh, musings on everything, has been the steady flow of guests that we've had over the last bazillion years on this show. We have had some amazing guests and we have had, uh, I think it would be okay to say, and you give me the eyes, well, it'll be too late because I will have said on air anyway. <laughs> There's only ever one interview we haven't shared. Only yep. ever one. And no, still one. quite simply because the guest was that nervous that we could not help them, unfortunately. Um, it's only ever happened once. Every other time, you can often hear that they're a little nervous for the first five minutes and then they relax quite well into their podcast. But only everyone, I find that absolutely amazing, particularly when you speak to other podcasters that say reasonably consistently, they have to not air an episode or it goes somewhere they didn't mm. realize it was going to go or something comes up that shouldn't have come up, um, which again, I'm going to pat our own backs here and say, I feel like it comes back to that. It's the vibe, man. <laughs> it's the vibe and, and the conversational tone and the way we're able to help them relax in the beginning, mm. which has really meant we get the best out of our guests, which is mm. what our job is, I feel, when it comes to podcasting. We've so, had so many guests. I, I Incredible. I, we should get the team to go back and count up how many guests we've had or make up a list of our guests. Um, there's been some, you know, lots of people that, you wouldn't have known of listeners before they appeared on the podcast and probably now no one's ever heard of them again either. <laughs> um, we we like to find people who seem to know what they're talking about, have something interesting to deliver to you as listeners, um, guests that uh, have been introduced to us. We do agree to the occasional pitch. We get lots of pitches from people wanting to come on the podcast because we do obviously appear very high in searches. So in the trade space, anyone who wants to uh, sell something to tradies, pitches tradies in business, and we get the emails at least one a day. Hey, I'd like to put this guest forward for your show. It's like, hey, you can go away. <laughs> uh, and some of them actually turn out to be pretty good. I think the, I think the most memorable guests for me, Nick, are the ones where you have, or I have said, oh my gosh, which one of us said yes to this interview coming up this week <laughs> this sounds so boring why are we interviewing this person uh -huh. and they've turned out to be absolute uh -huh. crackers we've had some we're the, i think the worst ones or that perhaps conversely the best ones are when you and i both look at one another and think why are we doing this why are we doing this and then there's a <laughs> fascinating story or a emotive 
statement within the podcast that totally changes the tone of that interview. Yes. It's incredible. And uh, apart from that, I I just can't believe it's 600 episodes. Well, I can, but I can't. Pretty incredible. I, I don't know if anybody else would be up to that many in this space. Again, maybe we should do some market research yeah. so that we can state these claims factually. Um, but I'm, 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 I love our journey. I love what we do here on the podcast. I love the information we can bring to you listeners, particularly as trade business owners. Some of our stories have been incredibly emotive. There's been a few that have left us both in tears. Uh, there've been plenty that we've laughed our way through. There've been some amazing conversations off the back of it. Lots of you have gone on to work with some of the people that we bring on board, uh, with the podcast. Many of you have come on to work with us. We still most consistently, our new clients come via here, the podcast, uh, and tell us they've been listening for quite some time, which just blows me away that people want to listen after so long. Uh, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. I really enjoy what we do here. And uh, let's hope we can find another 600 to keep this going and going. Another 600 episodes, huh? Oof, we might have to do another COVID year with an episode every day. <laughs> Step up to daily episodes. We could do daily episodes uh, when my baby arrives soon. Yes. Uh, just to drop something out there in, in public space. Uh, and I'll just do one every day of a screaming baby. I don't think people are going to listen to that. That sounds rather traumatic, <laughs> as a matter of fact. But it make me feel better, Nicole. It would make you feel better. Oh, there's something we haven't mentioned with our journey. We have another two podcasts. This isn't the only podcast that we have. We have a private mm, one point. that is for clients only, uh, which is a weekly podcast. Well, sporadically weekly podcast. We try to do it weekly. Um, that is for clients only. We do a really big deep dive on something mm -hmm. we're seeing within the community, uh, whether it be... There's obviously a lot about, well, not obviously, maybe it's not obvious to you as a listener. We talk a lot about financials in business, We, which sounds boring. I think we managed to put a few jokes in and keep you laughing. Uh, we talk a lot about marketing at the moment and um, finding calm in the chaos that there is out there just now. Uh, we talk about opportunities within the community. There's lots of stuff going on within the community and the new stuff that we're doing, as Warwick alluded to. We have uh, a new service offering for trades that's coming to the market very soon. So we've been talking about that. And then we have uh, a podcast for tradie wives called Tradie Wife Life. That has, it's had two incarnations. It also had a different business, a different podcast name to start with. It was Ladies in Business. And we changed it over to be more in line with our messaging and our, and our journey here at TIB. Uh, so that's been running rerunning with the new name since the beginning of this year. It's it's like an infant compared to this one. I think we're only at like 20-odd episodes. We're it's a real time, baby. Nicole. It's oh. like me. You just got to hang around long enough and all of a sudden you're successful and grey. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd like to, as, as I have a few times throughout the life of the podcast, I'd like to thank you listeners. Uh, whether you're currently working with us. I know a lot of our Tradepreneur members do still listen to this podcast. So uh, thank you. Thank you for supporting our business and thank you for trusting us to to support yours and, and uh, give you feedback. If you're a casual listener, if you just drop in here and there and cherry pick some episodes, then love having you here and uh, really appreciate you. And if you're a died in the wool, tragic listen to every episode as soon as it comes out, 
thank you to you too. Um, we can recommend a few numbers for therapy uh, in case you'd like to get some help with that. But uh, <laughs> um, it's, you know, we don't get a lot of feedback. We don't hear a lot of stories because this is obviously a one-way platform. So uh, sometimes I feel like I'm just talking into a microphone and there's, it just goes out into space and I have no concept of who's listening to it. So it is always nice when we get feedback or comments, reviews are fantastic, of course. Uh, so perhaps uh, if I can be cheeky and ask for as a celebration for our 600th episode, if you're listening to this and um, you feel so inclined, it'd be fabulous if you could drop us a review and let us know, you know, what's it been like to have 600 episodes of Tradies in Business in your podcasting app. Go drop us a review. I'd be eternally grateful. I don't know that I can say anything more off the back of that. You've stolen all of the words. I'm just going <laughs> to say thank you for listening. <laughs> and I should say, hooroo. You've been listening to the Tradies in Business podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business and other cool stuff at tradiesandbusiness.com.au.